Have I been talking about Rogers that much? Is this something that I've been doing? To- was always the ice cream truck coming to town. I run inside. Mom, can I get some butter? I want to get ice cream. Ice cream. The good humor. What the heck's going on in Champaign, Illinois with Brett Bielema? They, they have a real shot to get to. Frazier's got it. And the Big Ten championship is in And now, broadcasting live and local from the 98.9 The Game Studios in Effingham, Illinois, it's the starting lineup with Travis Sparks, the great Bambino, and Eric Fry. It's the starting lineup on 98.9 The Game. happening what's going on out there everybody welcome in to the uh, starting lineup here on 98.9 the game we're live here on the air travis sparks eric fry hanging out with you today and it's a uh, friday it's the first friday of october october 6th 2023 of course we got a good show uh, lined up for you as always on a loaded uh, friday we got uh, football 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 as week number seven of the high school football season. Most of the games, they kick off uh, tonight in uh, Cumberland. They'll have to wait until tomorrow afternoon to play uh, their game over on WCRA. But we got coverage over on uh, Jack FM with FEM and Muhammad. And we'll check in on the rest of the uh, area matchups, uh, see uh, what it stacks up in the area in week number seven. We'll also hit up on uh, some other local sports as uh, currently going on right now up there in a uh, state is boys and uh, girls uh, golf. We'll try to give you some updates as St. Anthony already on the course this morning and we'll try to give you some other updates from all of our area athletes up there in round number one of the uh, state tournament and we'll also hit up on some other local sports from last night and take a look at the schedule for uh, today and maybe take a peek at the weekend but uh, NTC championship is uh, tonight as well with uh, St. Anthony and Altamont there in Altamont should be a, a good one and we'll take a look at that as well course we'll hit up on everything college football related as well we got a college football slate tomorrow but we won't have illinois football tomorrow nope. that's tonight yep. as they're under the friday night lights memorial stadium cleared a good to go as it's illinois and nebraska this evening there at memorial stadium everything feels weird for me travis because i got high school on saturday and i got college on friday it's just i know my my football week's it's messed up all bears messed played up. last night it, yep everything's just just Throw it out the it's window. It's just all messed up. So, <laughs> And speaking of the Bears, we'll get to that as well as we take a look at the NFL slate for a Sunday. And then, of course, we can't forget the Major League Baseball postseason. It continues. The DS starts tomorrow. So uh, we'll talk about that as well as take a look at who we think is going to win those division series 
matchups. So that is all coming up here on today's program in a loaded Friday here. And we'll try to get to everything. But if we don't get to everything here into the show, we'll get to it in the podcast. And speaking of the podcast, we got pick them coming at you as well. We got to pick those high school games and we got to uh, pick NASCAR as well and uh, see whatever else we can come up with in the podcast. This state in sports history, I'm sure, uh, as well, a little bit later as well. And of course, starting land would not be possible without McMahon Meets, Tingley Insurance Agency, Worth Computer Repair, and Tatopolis State Bank. All right, so we need to get this thing started and we need to get it started and kicked off like we always do. It's first things first. Before we get into the show, First things first. And that's where we're starting. We're starting with uh, football, and we're starting with Thursday Night Football from uh, last night. As it's over, the losing streak is over. It's been almost a calendar year since uh, the Bears have won a, a football game, 14 games in a row, and it was uh, snapped last night as the Bears pulled it off there against the Commanders on Thursday Night Football, and it wasn't even close as it was 40-20. to 20. Got close with uh, 10 points, but uh, Bears had a strong first half again. But this time around, they didn't blow it in the second half, and they ended up winning 40-20. to 20. Let's talk about streaks that were snapped last night, Travis. Of course, you already mentioned the 14 straight games with a loss. Mm-hmm. That is a franchise record. Yep. 14 straight games with 25-plus points allowed. That was the longest in NFL history. Mm-hmm. Snapped. 12 straight losses and a Justin Fields start. Longest by Bears QB in the Super Bowl era. That has been snapped. Mm-hmm. And finally, 12 straight games with a turnover, Travis. Didn't even realize that. The Bears have gone 12 straight games with a turnover. No turnovers last night. That one was snapped. That was the longest active streak in the NFL. So, uh, mm-hmm. with his game last night, Justin Field joined Jay Cutler as the only players in Bears history with consecutive four passing touchdown games. He's yeah. the first player to do it league-wide since Joe Burrow in 2021. Yeah, and I know what you'll probably say, but it's time to put some respect on Justin Fields' name over the last couple of games. I know it's just two games, but very impressive here against the Broncos. But it was what it was. The team ended up blowing, blowing the game. And last night it was super impressive as well as don't look now, but Justin Fields tied for the league lead for most touchdown passes with 11. So look at that. Maybe he's a passer after all. I will say this. Well, first of all, on the Justin Fields front, Travis, you know, he can he better be buying uh, DJ Moore a ginormous oh, steak dinner. Yes, as he was great last night. He had night. the second most reception yards in Bears history in a single game, 230 yep. yards. First Bears player with 200 yards from scrimmage and three touchdowns in a game since Walter Payton, Travis. Yep, I saw that. You're throwing Walter Payton's name out there when you're talking the Bears. That's Mm -hmm. some elite company. Yep. Moore now has 531 yards and five touchdowns this season. No Bears wide receivers hit either of those marks last season. Mm. He's the first player with 500 yards and five touchdowns in his first five games with a team since Randy Moss with the 07 Patriots, and his 361 receiving yards in the last two games are the most in a two-game span in Bears history. Yeah. So, again, 
we said it after week one. Why are you not getting this guy more involved? Mm-hmm. And now oh, yeah. they started to get it more involved. Now, I am going to pump the brakes for a second, Travis. Okay. I, and, and I want to feel good. I do. But I want to pump the brakes for just half a second. Has Justin Fields and this Bears offense looked good the past two weeks? Yes. Mm-hmm. It's the Broncos who gave up 70 points to the Dolphins, and it's the Commanders who really aren't scaring a whole lot of people with their defense. Right, yeah. Let's, and let's, even though they're under new ownership, this has been one of the worst yes. ran organizations yes. for the past 20 years yes. or so. So <laughs> I, I want to be excited about it. I want to be happy about it. But let's not say that Justin Fields is the second coming of Sid Luckman, right? Okay. <laughs> sure. Let's let's see how he does. You know, are the uh, you look at the Bears' schedule though, Travis? Are the Vikings a big defensive test? Not really. No. Are the Raiders? I mean, I mean, they got a decent pass rush. Chargers. Yeah, I don't think so. Saints. Yeah, I think they're pretty decent. Panthers. I don't think so. Lions. Yeah, the Lions are decent. Okay, so you said about three teams in the next six games. Yeah. That's the thing I'm looking at. This, I mean, it's not going to be – would you say the Browns have a good D? Uh, they're much improved this year, so, yeah, I think so. Here's here's what I'm saying, Travis. They don't have to be amazing, but the Bears can finish above 500. Yeah, it's possible. Looking at the teams they're playing, mm-hmm. there is – very bad defenses they are playing with not great offenses. Right. You look at the rest of the year, like I said, Vikings, Raiders, Chargers, Saints, Panthers, Lions twice, Vikings, Browns, Cardinals, Falcons, and Packers. Mm -hmm. None of those teams have been blowing people away. They already faced their tough competition in the Chiefs. Mm -hmm. I Travis, I I don't know. I think this team can finish around the 500 mark. Yeah, there's definitely some optimism. And, and now you have to question, what do you do? Mm-hmm. If you're this Bears organization, if Justin Fields starts keeps playing as well as he has been playing, you can't get rid of him. No. You can't get rid of the coach though if they're playing this well too. No. Hey, yes, you just gotta stick with it. And stick with what's working. I don't know. I, I guess you got to ride it out for the rest of the season if Justin Fields continues to play this way. I think that you have to back him if he keeps playing this way. My main thing is if he's playing this good, you're going to play yourself out of a top five draft pick, right? Would you not agree with that? Yeah. Justin Fields, as we've talked about, got that two-year option coming up at the end of this year. Right means you only have two years under his rookie contract. After mm-hmm. that, he's going to want to get paid, especially if he keeps playing like this. Right. Yeah, yeah. Do you try and get a top five pick or use the Panthers pick and trade Justin Fields to keep the cap? Mm. Yeah, that's definitely going to be a hard decision down the line. It is. To make. It's a tough one. The Bears are going to have to make it. Yeah, it really is. But, you know, if you believe uh, Caleb Williams on his uh, list of teams that he would like to go to, the Bears is not on it. So even if you uh, try to get that number one overall pick or a top pick there, who's to say guaranteed that Caleb Williams doesn't stay at USC if you're if you're the Chicago Bears and you're sitting at number one? I'm not. I'm not. I don't think if Travis, you get rid of fields, then I, I, 
I almost don't think you would use your first pick on Caleb Williams. Yeah. Because either A, isn't going to come to the Bears. Okay. Mm-hmm. I would use the second pick, which in this situation would be my own pick. I'd use the Panthers pick at two or at one, wherever they pick. I get Marvin Harrison Jr. Yeah, I think those are the two two best options. And that you then go there. if I wanted to go the quarterback route, Drake May, who seems to be more of a pocket passer, which mm-hmm. is more of what the Bears offense it feels like wants to be. Yeah. Or Bo Nix. Hmm. I've definitely heard uh, uh, Mays as the uh, other quarterback behind Caleb Williams yeah. that would be first off the board. I mean, Caleb Williams is the star. Oh, yeah, definitely. 100%. Mm-hmm. But if you think he is not going to want to play for your organization, that's fine. We'll use the number one pick on Marvin Harrison Jr., and we'll use our second pick to get that quarterback. Yeah. Yeah. Or trade down do. a couple and yeah, get that trade quarterback. Down. Trade down and get more draft capital there. Yep. So. I mean, they already made a trade this morning. Right, yeah, they got uh, rid of uh, Chase Claypool, and they sent him to Miami. Which we knew was coming, obviously. Sure, yeah, so Miami's going to take a flyer and try to turn However, it into something. Uh, awful for the Bears. <laughs> I mean, that is that is an awful, awful trade. When you look at that, they swapped uh, 2025 draft picks. So Miami's giving Chicago a sixth-rounder in exchange for a seventh-rounder. So the Bears gave Claypool – and a seventh rounder for a sixth rounder when they traded for him last year and gave up the 32nd overall pick. Yeah. Not what you were wanting. Yep. Nope. Didn't work out there with uh, Claypool, but at least now he's kind of a distraction away from the team. I know he wasn't there Uh, last night. They just told him flat out, just stay home Uh, at that point. Look what happened. They ended up uh, pulling out the uh, W here and, uh, DJ Moore was just great last night. If you had him on your fantasy team, you certainly had an awesome night, even though they took away an- what would have been another touchdown for him. I still don't think he stepped out of bounds, but they called him out on that one long catch that he made. But mm-hmm. could have been more, but still three touchdowns on the night for him. And the Bears pick up win at number one. You finally feel this is what it feels like to win, as it's been a long time since the Bears yep. have won. Now one and four. On a, on a season, and the Commanders, what are you doing? Two and a three now on the season, and just did not look great. Nope. Last night, you got tried to called. get back in in the third quarter, but it was all Bears last night. Got called out by Magic Johnson. He did, yes. And they didn't have fire, I guess, when you're losing to the Bears. Right, Magic you could Johnson say that. Johnson does not like losing to Chicago teams. No. It gives him bad flashbacks. Yeah, bad nightmares uh, there for him. And then, uh, of course, uh, a couple hours before this game, uh, I think the, one of the reasons why the uh, Bears ended up winning this game was because of a couple hours earlier, uh, Chicago great, Chicago legend uh, Dick Buckus uh, passed away at the age of 80. And, uh, man, this one this one hurts a lot. I know Greeny was talking with Mike Wilbon earlier on his show and just what an Illinois guy through and through 100%. Dick Buckus was. He was born in Chicago, went to Chicago high schools, and he went to Illinois, of yep. course, one of the best Illini ever. Him and Red Grange are two of the greatest Illini ever. No one was more prouder about being an Illini yep. than Dick Buckus. Yep. And we lost a good one yesterday. And he ended up winning the Rose Bowl there, helping an Illini win in 63. And him and Red Grange are the only two to have a statue outside of Memorial Stadium. Mm-hmm. 
and then of course got drafted by the Bears and ended up playing uh, for the Bears in his storied career. And uh, a tweet that I saw yesterday that kind of uh, stuck with me is like he was the player that old school fans and old timers always talked about, mm-hmm. and they always would love to tell you how great Dick Buckus was yep. and how intimidating he was, and just how nasty he was, mm-hmm. and just uh, what a guy he was that we lost uh, yesterday. So uh, this one hurts hurts with uh, some people that we lost this year, but uh, this one definitely resonates, uh, of course, around here in this area. Yes, uh, I, I agree 100%. Now, uh, I am going to argue with something you said briefly. I do not think that's the main reason why the Bears won last night. I do feel they rallied around their coach mm-hmm. because of everything we heard. But with that, that could be too. I mean, because again, as I mentioned on yesterday's show, none of the players have come out and said that he's a bad coach. Mm-hmm. None of them. Yeah. None of them have criticized him. No. So I, I feel like they kind of rallied around him and showed support for Coach Everfuls. Mm-hmm. That being said, yes, 100% loss. Big loss um, to the state of Illinois to not just football, but just Illinois. He, Like you said, Illinois guy through and through. Uh, his entire career with the Bears, U of I, Chicago, just and and as Will Bon I heard earlier on Greeny was saying, you know, he was at the Bears Packer game. He was, yep, just, just a season, a couple of weeks ago, mm-hmm. and gave the rallying cry and you know everything like that. And it's just it it's sad when it happens so suddenly, mm-hmm. and right. you're not prepared for it. And right. this is one of those where you're not prepared. It's not like a um, to, to use another Bears teammate, it's not like a, a Mongo McMichael who has not passed away but is not doing well. Mm-hmm. And so, um, you know, and our thoughts are with him as well. But, yep, yeah, uh, just uh, on one hand, it was a great night to be a Bears fan, and on another hand, it was it was not a great night to be a Bears fan. Right, yep. So uh, the Bears finally got one, and RIP to uh, 51, Dick Buckus, and – uh, Illinois, I'm sure, will honor him uh, tonight before the game. I, I saw that the Commanders had a moment of silence yes. uh, before the game, and this one too. So uh, RIP to 51 and RIP to what, number 50 that he wore as an Illini. So uh, Bears getting the win just hours after uh, Dick Buckus passed away at the age of 80. And right now we're going to step away and we're going to come back taking a look at uh, some uh, local sports here. We're going to try to get you an up-to-date look at the boys and girls at state tournament in golf. And we'll talk about the uh, uh, NTC tournament later on today as well. Coming up next here on the starting lineup. From the 98.9 The Game Studios, the starting lineup. We'll be right back. You can't see the future, but you can prepare for it. With the universal life policy from Pekin Life Insurance Company, you'll have guaranteed death benefit protection with the potential to build significant cash value for later years. Request a free quote for universal life insurance at PekinInsurance.com and in Effingham, contact Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well... 
trying to find a needle in a haystack. Sure, you can post your job to some job board, but then all you can do is hope the right person comes along, which is why you should try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com free. ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on candidates finding you. Its powerful technology identifies people with the right experience and actively invites them to apply to your job. You get qualified candidates fast. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you what you're looking for. The needle in the haystack. Four out of five employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site within the first day. ZipRecruiter. The smartest way to hire. And right now, you can try ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, free. Just go to this exclusive web address, ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. ZipRecruiter.com slash free. Join KitchenAid and Probe's Refrigeration in Make It Your Own to customize your kitchen with a rebate of up to $3,000 via prepaid MasterCard by mail. Shop all KitchenAid major appliances, cooking, cleaning, and refrigeration to create the perfect kitchen workshop. Visit Probe's Refrigeration today and make it your own with KitchenAid brand appliances. Offer valid July 1st through December 31st. 2023. Stop by Probst Refrigeration at 318 West Jefferson Avenue in Effingham for full details and qualified models. And now. So we teased it. I'll show Eric break the news. Eric, are you there, my friend? The starting lineup. Okay. We have uh, has uh, left the call, so we have dropped Eric. So unfortunately, we will uh, have to stick around next week. On 98.9 The Game. Welcome back in to the uh, starting lineup here on 98.9 The Game, ESPN Radio. Travis Sparks, Eric Fry hanging out with you. Coming up, we'll be talking about uh, some high school sports, but first uh, high school football at least. But let's get to uh, some action that doesn't involve the uh, gridiron in volleyball last night. We had a packed night of action in the NTC and the Lincoln Prairie as St. Anthony. They won in a two sets over North Clay, Clay City 25-21, 25-18. So what a week St. A's have been having. They uh, defeated Windsor's Two Straws the other day and are now picking up a win over North Clay, who's done pretty good this season as well. Uh, FEM, they got the win in two sets over Altamont, 25-13 and 25-12. St. Elma victorious at Mulberry Grove, 26-24 and 25-15. And South Central defeated Neoga, 25-19 and 25-14. The Lincoln Prairie Conference Tournament it concluded there in Argenta last night in the Consolation Championship. It was Cumberland in the win over Arthur. And Arthur actually won the first set, 25-19. But Cumberland comes back and wins the second one, 25-21 the third and decisive set 25-20. In the third place game of Villa Grove defeated Heritage in two sets 25-12, 25-18 in the championship it was Unity Christian over Cerro Gordo in two sets 25-15, 25-23 last night uh, there in uh, volleyball. I also had some uh, soccer action from yesterday. St. Anthony got the win on senior night against Vandalia 2-1 there. Uh, Weidman and 
Uh, Feller got goals there for St. A. And uh, Effiema picked up the win over Charleston with Michael Stefton picking up a hat trick with three goals. And uh, Charleston had an old goal uh, there that uh, converted for the fourth goal. And now FEM is 13-5-1 on the season, and uh, that ties a school record for most wins in a season. Therefore, FEM with a couple more games to go before their regionals are underway. So congratulations to uh, Coach Arnie yes. there and uh, the FEM Hearts for making a little bit of history, and they're not done yet. Uh, Mount Zion also uh, tied with Lincoln yesterday, 2-2. Two Newton defeated Salem 3-1, and Olney got the shutout over Robinson 5-2-0. Had a couple of cancellations yesterday in tennis due to the weather. FEM was supposed to host Robinson, but that was canceled, and Newton was supposed to take on Olney in tennis, but that was canceled as well. In junior high baseball, Altamont Lutheran was supposed to be up there at a State in Coulterville taking Our Lady of Mount Carmel, but that game has been postponed and that game has been postponed until 2 o'clock today. So uh, good luck there to Altamont Lutheran uh, there in the uh, state championship uh, today mm -hmm. as the weather caused that delay from yesterday. Uh, and we'll talk about high school football coming up here in just a second. But in baseball action uh, tonight, uh, both games concluding here in the NTC tournament, both in Altamont in the third-place game, it's the four-seed North Clay taking on the three-seed at South Central at 4 o'clock. And in the championship here, it's the two top seeds as St. Anthony trying to finish off the fall season with the regular season NTC title and the tournament title. But they, uh, Altamont Indians, stand in their way as it's at 7 o'clock under the lights there in Altamont. And they have been two previous meetings between these two schools here in the spring. And back on September 13th, St. Anthony picked up the win 11-3. to over Altamont, and then their last game was on a September of 26, so a little bit more recent, mm -hmm. and St. Anthony picked up the win 4-0. to zero. So uh, Brock Fierde had a great pitching performance that day. So Altamont trying to pull off the upset there as St. Anthony only lost one game so far this, se this fall season. So uh, that should be a good one uh, tonight there in Altamont. Yes, definitely. And in volleyball tonight, we got Ramsey at Dietrich, uh, South Central uh, hosting in Yoga. And in the tennis action, we got uh, the South Central meet at uh, Greenville. And then uh, also today, uh, the boys and girls golf is up at uh, State uh, this morning. And some up-to-date scores for you. Uh, here as we have them as St. Anthony is already out there on the uh, course and they're plus three through six and they're currently tied with Rockford Lutheran. It's early on mm -hmm. uh, in the first round, uh, but Rockford Lutheran's plus three through two and uh, Litchfield is another team that's uh, there from the area in 1A at least and uh, they are five over through three uh, there and uh, that is in Bloomington at the Prairie Vista golf course there we also have some individuals there we have isaac weber he's going to be uh or he teed off about an hour ago on the front nine and connor mccall teed off at about 10 36 uh this morning and see if we can uh, update the uh, score see if we can get any scores from uh him i kind of like how they do this on yeah, this website. It's I was nice. a little bit worried a lot yesterday when I was doing research for this. Uh, Lane Ludwig's currently minus one uh, through nine, uh, top scorer for St. Anthony uh, so far. 
as I know uh, Isaac Weber, he's plus one through three right there from Teutopolis. Mm-hmm. Um, and also in a two-way, that's where we see FEM's Max Segrist. He was the lone individual qualifier uh, there from uh, FEM's team. Uh, Matt Toon is also up there as well. Charleston uh, up there as well as a team. And uh, Max is uh, currently uh, even through one uh, there. And also in uh, girls, a state as well. Mount Carmel, they birdied the first hole, so uh, they are minus one, of course, through uh, one uh, there. And we also have a individual as well in 2A uh, for the girls, Blair Powers from Mattoon. She's one over through four right now, but early on yeah. in the uh, first round. And you can check out uh, the tee times and uh, the uh, scores uh, over on the website, fmradio.com. We got a special post dedicated just to uh, the golf scores uh, over there. Just click on our local sports tab over there and check it out there. Mm-hmm. And stay up to date with the local uh, boys and girls up there in a state. And uh, tee times for tomorrow will be decided from the results for today. So good luck to all of those yes. that are playing this morning. And uh, we got high school football to uh, talk about uh, tonight, week number seven of the season. And that's what we're going to be previewing coming up next here on the starting lineup. We'll be right back to the starting lineup on 98.9 The Game. We need to figure out what we're going to talk about the next segment. Hey, son, how are you feeling? Uh, I'm fine, Pops. What's on your mind? I just, I can't explain it. When your kid can't find the language, help them find the lyrics. Listen to the Sound It Out album and get tips and tools to start a conversation at SoundItOutTogether.org. Brought to you by Ad Council and Pivotal Ventures. Klein tools are new at Lowe's, pros. Lowe's knows you want top brands and quality products, and Klein tools delivers. Right now, get the Klein three-piece Modbox mobile workstation for $319.94 and the Klein five-piece cushion grip screwdriver set for just $34.97, both exclusively at Lowe's. Shop the largest selection of Klein tools, the highest quality tool brand at Lowe's. Because Lowe's knows tools, Lowe's knows pros. eBay Motors is here for the ride, so minivans, sedans, JDMs, roll out. Go ahead, feel your engine. Admire that perfectly installed exhaust. Your vehicle's moving along this freeway like it was made from fresh installs and a whole lot of love. And with eBay Motors, you get over 122 million parts to keep it running. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, they'll be the perfect fit every time. Plus, at these prices, well, we're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Imagine the possibilities with Teutopolis State Bank. This is Jerry Rundy. If you're buying a home, see us to get pre-qualified. When you're pre-qualified, the seller knows you mean business, and that can save you thousands. If you're building a new home, we'll help you get started with a construction loan customized just for you. Ask around. Talk with your friends. You'll see why so many homes start with a little help from Teutopolis State Bank. In Teutopolis, Sigel, and Effingham. Equal housing lender and member FDIC. And now. Like, I love the movie Draft Day. It's one of my top five favorite movies of all time. No joke. The starting lineup. Blues Brothers. Yeah, the original, not 2000. That one stinks. Wayne's World. Inception. You got four with Draft Day. Oh, The Godfather. 
Now that that is a worthy top ten movie right there. Yep, I'll give you that for sure. I got one from Travis out of five. Yep. Yeah, I'll give you that one. <laughs> On ninety eight nine the game. Eric Fry, Sports Center update. The Blues scored three times in the third period during a 4-0 preseason win over the Dallas Stars at American Airlines Center. The Blues wrap up preseason with a home game against the Blackhawks tomorrow night. St. Louis City SC's fans won't have to wait long to purchase MLS playoff tickets. The club announced that City Park tickets will go on sale next Friday. St. Louis has already clinched the number one seed in the Western Conference with only one match left to play in the regular season. City has 17 wins, 5 draws, and 11 losses in its first season as an MLS club. Their first playoff match will either be one of the last three days of October or on November 1st. Blackhawks were able to get it done in the shootout during a 3-2 preseason loss against the Minnesota Wild at the United Center. The Hawks are now 2-1-2 in exhibition play. Chicago wraps up preseason with a road game against St. Louis Blues tomorrow night. The Bulls open up preseason play with a game against the Milwaukee Bucks on Sunday. Chicago barely missed out on the Eastern Conference playoffs last season, losing to Miami in the play-in tournament. Bulls will try to build on a 40-42 record to head into the 23-24 season. And former Northwestern football coach Pat Fitzgerald is suing the university for $130 million for wrongful termination after he was fired this year in the midst of a hazing scandal for Northwestern. Welcome back in to the uh, starting lineup. Travis Sparks here, Eric Fry over there with the uh, Sports Center hits. And uh, let's take a look at uh, some high school football action for uh, this evening, a week at number seven of the high school season. And uh, Cumberland doesn't play until uh, tomorrow afternoon over on WCRA. Uh, mm-hmm. Kickoff is uh, one o'clock yep, one over there. Cover starts around 1240 or so. That's in Tri-County, right? It is in Tri-County. I don't know why I have on the schedule. That's okay. Uh, no, in Cumberland. Up in Oakland. Either way, uh, Cumberland, they're 4-2 on the season. They're looking uh, to become a playoff eligible in uh, this one. And uh, Tri-County, uh, dating back to uh, last season, has a nine-game losing streak mm-hmm. going on. And they've lost three close games so far uh, this season. And uh, they uh, put up 24 points last week uh, against Argenta. And uh, that is a good thing to see there for uh, the Titans. But yep. uh, we'll see how they stack up against the Pirates uh, tomorrow afternoon. And it's going to be another case of, Travis, can the Pirates not beat themselves? Can they hold on to the ball? Coach said, you know, you heard it earlier this week in the interview we had, you just got to grind out because this is a tri-county team that likes to hold on to the ball, likes to run it a lot. And if you are giving up possessions and keeping drives alive due to penalties, That'll get you in trouble, and that is something that we've seen the Pirates, unfortunately, do a couple times this year. Mm-hmm. Yep, so uh, we heard from uh, Coach Watkins uh, yesterday. You can uh, check out that in uh, the archives about uh, this one. And, yeah, Tri-County notorious for being a uh, running a team. So uh, we'll see how Cumberland does, does tomorrow mm-hmm. afternoon uh, there. And Eric will have the coverage for you over on a WCRA. Yep. And the game's going on uh, tonight in uh, the Apollo Conference as FEM, uh, they are making uh, the uh, trek up to Muhammad as FEM 3-3, uh, 2-1 in the conference, coming off that win on homecoming uh, last week against Taylorville, and Muhammad coming off a, a big win against Mount Zion uh, last week, and this one, uh, Muhammad 5-1, and 3-0 and in uh, the uh, Apollo as they got a couple more games uh, to go with uh, Mattoon 
I know for sure next week mm-hmm. or in the future, bub. Uh, Muhammad, after that win against Mount Zion in the driver's seat of taking another Apollo title, and it's going to be a tough test for uh, FEM uh, tonight, who's 3-3 three and three, coming down the stretch here. I uh, got Mount Zion uh, next week, and so uh, this will be a big one up in uh, Muhammad tonight, and it's also a senior night there in Muhammad, so that should be a, a great atmosphere, packed house like it always is since mm-hmm. the Muhammad. Uh, they've just come in here to the Apollo and just made themselves right at home, back-to-back championships in football, back-to-back championships in baseball, and I'd say they're pretty comfortable in the Apollo Conference, and uh, that community is just growing and thriving, and uh, as I mentioned in the preseason, like, what, 117 or 120 kids coming yeah. out for football uh, this year, and they just seem to be picking up right where they left off. Uh, here after that close loss to Morton in yeah. week one, they've just been rolling right along here. They have, and this is going to be a, a tough one for the Hearts tonight. Um, again, you know, as we talked about, you, you know, you have to you have to win one of these two weeks. Mm-hmm. I, I think this is going to be tougher of the two because you have to travel to Muhammad, which is always a very difficult place to play. Never mind the bus trip, which is always yeah know, that long on a bus is fun. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, you know, it's it's going to be an interesting night, one tonight over there on Jack FM. Yep, and uh, we'll have coverage for me and Dominic. will be there over on uh, Jack FM for a senior night for Mohammed. See if FEM can pull off the upset tonight against the uh, Bulldogs. And you know, you heard Coach Hef talk about it last uh, on last mm-hmm. last show that if FEM take care of the football, they do good things when uh, they're disciplined and take care of the football. So. We'll see what happens uh, tonight. And uh, Charleston, uh, elsewhere in the Apollo, uh, Charleston is at Mount Zion. And uh, Charleston, 5-1, playoff eligible now, but, of course, looking for that magic number of six to officially clinch it in Mount Zion, coming off their first loss of the season last week. And uh, Charleston winners of back-to-back games against Altamont and then the Coles, or Altamont, <laughs> Effingham, uh, and uh, the Coles County Clash yes. victory. victory last week as well in uh, Mount Zion. Either way, winner will clinch a playoff spot, gets their sixth win mm-hmm. uh, tonight uh, there. And uh, this, these two teams are searching for their first conference win of the season. Mattoon is 1-5. and five. They have dropped four in a row now. And Taylorville also uh, have lost three games in a row as well. And uh, next week, uh, Taylorville has Charleston, and then they finished up the season with Civic Memorial, who's 2-4, and four, so that could potentially be a winnable game. But Taylorville's got to right the ship here, and both these teams searching for their first Apollo win and searching to snap losing streaks tonight there in Taylorville. Well, one's going to end, Travis. Yep. With, someone's going to get their first win, and someone's going to snap their losing streak. Yep. Something has got to give. Something's got to give. Tonight, and we'll see who's the winner between kind of like – well, is a green wave a natural disaster? Hmm. Green wave, tornadoes. Man, if those two get together. Oh man. What a what a natural it's disaster. A water spout, <laughs> yeah. So we'll see what happens tonight in Taylorville in the Liga Prairie tonight. Arthur trying to continue their great season, their best season since 2004, and they're still undefeated at six and zero. They're at Cerro Gordo tonight and they are uh Saragoto, the broncos are one and five they won in week two against tri-county but since then four game losing streak they got going on so we'll see if arthur can keep it going mm-hmm. uh tonight 
And uh, Nokomis, uh, they're 3-3 three and three, uh, there at Sullivan. And Sullivan also at the top of the LPC uh, undefeated as well. Looking to keep their great season going. And uh, last week, lowest output of the season scoring-wise for uh, Sullivan. So we'll see if they can possibly right the ship uh, tonight. And Nokomis, they've been kind of inconsistent this season. That's why they're 3-3. Three and three. Uh, They lost to Arthur uh, last week and uh, trying to keep their playoff hopes alive. Uh, tonight against Sullivan. Yep. Uh, Villa Grove also trying to keep their playoff hopes alive as uh, they go on the road to, to take on Argenta. Both these teams are a three and three. Villa Grove with back-to-back wins now. Uh, they close out the season with Sagamon Valley next week, and then Tri County to close out the season in Argenta. They're coming off back-to-back wins, and they also had the highest scoring output of the season. For them, and we heard Coach Wilson talk about that this was one of the teams that was going to be most improved and one of the teams to look out for in the LPC. And sure enough, mm-hmm. they're right there, three and three, same record. So, uh, one team will uh, be in good position for the final two games, and the loser will have a little bit of work to, do- oh, to yeah. be done. Yeah, absolutely, they will. This is this is a very important matchup, not as important as. The next matchup. Mm-hmm. As the Sagamon Valley and Arcola, as it's an Arcola tonight, and both teams come in at a 2 A and a 4. And Arcola, they've dropped back to back games here, and they finished with Arthur and a Sarah Gordo. And uh, Sagamon Valley, they've lost three straight after winning in week three against Sarah Gordo. So one of these teams will be eliminated from playoff contention tonight, yep. and the other keeps their slim playoff hopes alive. Yeah, someone's someone's hopes of, of playing after Halloween is going to be dashed. Mm-hmm. Yep, and so we'll see what happens there. In the uh, little Illini, we have uh, Robinson. They're 1-5. They're at Newton tonight, who's also 1-5. And, and both these teams are very similar. Same records, same conference records, and also how they've done it as well. They both won two weeks ago. But then since more of the same for Newton dropping that one to Paris last week and Robinson, they actually led for quite a bit against Lawrenceville last week, but still ended up losing uh, the game. And as I understand, it's homecoming there for Newton. Tonight. It is. It's homecoming for the Eagles. They try and, you know, at least have a, a good homecoming. Yeah. So it's always better when you win. So mm-hmm. that's what Newton will try to do tonight. Speaking of uh, Paris, they're three and three trying to stay alive in the playoff hunt as they won last week, 41 to eight over those Eagles. And, uh, uh they snapped a two game losing skid with the win and only searching for their first win of the season. They're Oh, and six right now. And back to back weeks though, maybe encouraging. They put up 20 points in back to back weeks. So mm-hmm. we'll see what happens tonight in the battle of the tigers. A tiger will win this game. Ah, Good point. Paris and Olney. You are correct on that front. (laughs) And Lawrenceville and Marshall. Lawrenceville will be traveling here to the Lions, and this game will actually be played on Saturday at 1 o'clock as well. Lawrenceville 5-1 as uh, they uh, officially become playoff eligible with a uh, W, and Marshall 1-5 this season. Uh, And they've dropped back-to-back games after uh, winning their first win Mm -hmm. in a while uh, a few weeks ago. And they've also got shut out the past two weeks yeah, as well. Yeah, trying to get some offense going. Is, yeah, yeah trying to get some momentum there. In the uh, Central Illinois Conference, Shelbyville trying to keep the momentum as they just keep on winning here, 6-0 and on the season. They travel to uh, Central A&M. We heard from both coaches here this past week with Coach Duckett from uh, Shelbyville. Actually, no, he wasn't on the show this week. No, not this I week. just talked to him on the phone, yep. had some technical issues uh, there. But uh, Shelbyville ready to keep this thing going as they've really been going last week. 
league's second time scoring 50 points uh, in the past couple weeks, and uh, they've outscored opponents 255 to a 78, mm. and they just keep climbing there in 2A in the polls that we checked out the other day as well. A&M clinging a two a life. They're 0-3 in the CIC, and they're 2-4 and on the season. They're on the brink, and they've dropped three in a row. Two of the last three games have been close ones and mm-hmm. some heartbreakers, and especially last week as well in OT, losing that one to Warrensburg yep. and losing on homecoming as well. And Tuscola was a rough outing. They were without uh, Damery, their starting quarterback, in that one. So Tuscola ended up blowing them out mm-hmm. uh, there. But A&M backs against the wall, and – they're going up against the hottest team in the CIC. Wish you luck. <laughs> Good luck tonight, uh, Raiders. At least it's in Mawikwa. That's right. You don't have to travel. There's that. Uh, Clinton, they're four and two. They're also three and zero in the CIC in Warrensburg. They're three and three now and two and one in the CIC. Uh, Clinton looking for that magical fifth win and also stay undefeated in conference play. Could be a look ahead game as next week they're matching up with Shelbyville and that's important for conference supremacy uh, there potentially next week if both could come in undefeated in conference. But Clinton will worry about that next week. They're worried yep. about the Cardinals. Warrensburg tonight. Yep, an important matchup. Both these teams trying to, you know, solidify their playoff standings. Mm-hmm. And I'll try to do it tonight. Megan Meridian, they're one and five, and they're at Tuscola. Speaking of a team uh, trying to keep their playoff hopes alive, as uh, making their only win this season was that forfeit against Sparta, and they've lost three in a row since. And Tuscola trying to keep it a going, keep it alive uh, here tonight at home. How? weird travis could it be that at the end of week seven both centrally and m and tuscola are eliminated from playoff i know that Neither, would be, i don't think anyone called that at the beginning of the year no definitely not i definitely wouldn't have saw it Mm-mm. in the uh south central we got hillsborough they're three and three after their upset win last week against Pena. they're looking to sneak into the playoffs training keep their playoff hopes alive they're at vandalia tonight to take on the vandals who are four and two and vandalia looking to become a playoff eligible once again uh, this season and this one's a good one for playoff positioning uh, greenville they're six and oh they're at carlinville and carlinville coming in at four and two and back-to-back weeks of beating Pena and Vandalia for Greenville. They jumped up into the polls as well that we saw yesterday, and they're looking to be in the driver's seat of the uh, uh, South Central as they got Piasaw and North Mac to close out the season. So this might be the last tough test for Greenville to keep their undefeated season alive tonight in Carlinville. And also Carlinville could become playoff eligible with their fifth win uh, tonight to keep their playoff streak uh, live that they got going on. They got Hillsborough and uh, Gillespie left on the season. Uh, speaking of uh, Gillespie, they're 0-6. They're currently on a 14-game losing streak dating back to last season. And they won week one last year, and they dropped the last eight. And now they've dropped the first six, so mm-hmm. that's how they got there. And Pena, they've dropped two games in a row. When's the last time that, that happened for the Pena Panthers as they're trying to uh, get back in the win column? and become playoff eligible as well tonight against Gillespie. Yep, and uh, that would be a very important game. You have to dive deep into the IHSA archives for back-to-back games for Pena losing, yeah. at least in the regular season. They may have lost the season like week nine finale in yeah. the playoffs, but, man, 
Panthers trying to bounce back tonight. Litchfield are there three and three. Uh, they're at Staunton two and four. Litchfield looking to keep uh, their playoff aspirations alive. Winners of two in a row there in uh, Staunton. They're on the brink, and uh, they lost a, a close one last week to uh, Piasol. So Staunton eliminated with a loss, and Litchfield trying to keep it going for the last couple weeks of the mm-hmm. season to possibly get into the postseason. And a North Mac one and five. They were eliminated last week. They won in week two, or but then they lost four in a row now. And the Birds snapped a three-game losing streak, and they close out with Greenville and Hillsboro to finish things out. So this one's important uh, tonight for the uh, Birds there in Piasol. Very much so. So stick around and stay tuned to uh, the uh, website uh, tonight. We got coverage for you over on uh, Jack FM. Dominic and I will be in Muhammad and uh, we'll have a scoreboard up on the website as well to uh, keep track of all those scores this evening and we'll have that coverage of Tri-County hosting Cumberland tomorrow afternoon at 1 o'clock over on WCRA as well. All right, let's uh, close out the show. We got some college football to talk about. We got some college football that's happening tonight. Illinois versus Nebraska in Memorial Stadium this evening. So we'll be uh, right back here on to close things out on the starting lineup. The starting lineup from 98.9 The Game Studios. We'll be right back. In 2021, the Effingham County Sheriff's Office received over 200 reports of fraud, forgery, and scams. This is your Effingham County Sheriff Paul Coons reminding you that if someone contacts you that you don't know with an offer that sounds too good to be true, it is. Please shop with our local trusted area businesses and craftsmen who work hard to maintain their reputation. If you think that you've been the target of a potential scam, call your local police to report it. You may prevent someone else from being taken advantage of. If you're just tuning in, this is Fan 23, Fansville's number one sports radio station. Brought to you by Tasty Dr. Pepper. We are settling the great debate, best third quarter snack, hot dogs or nachos? You know my mantra, Doug. Uh, yes. Meaty Meat early, early, cheesy late. late. Well, it looks like we have a caller here to weigh in. Is this Chuck? Popcorn in the third is the move. What? You go with passive snacking after halftime. No, it's nachos. Look, as long as there's a nice cold Dr. Pepper there to wash it down, I'm good with either. Dr. Pepper, the one fans deserve. Football is back, and NFL Plus has you covered. Get NFL Plus, and you'll never miss a moment of live football action this season. With live local and primetime games on mobile, NFL Network, NFL Red Zone, live game audio, and more, all in one place. That's right. This season, get NFL Red Zone and NFL Plus Premium so you never miss a touchdown. That's every touchdown from every game, every Sunday during the regular season, across devices. Sign up today at plus.nfl.com. Terms and conditions apply. And now, the the number one for me what was the best thing that I saw in sports this weekend. That was on Saturday, hole number 14 at Oakland Golf Course from a 101 yard. Uh, Eric Fry with a nine iron sticks one within two feet of the cup, and it was a heck of a golf shot. And it was the best thing I saw in sports this weekend. And now. Feel my moment. thunder! <laughs> Come on, man. Let me gloat about myself. On 98.9 The Game.
Welcome back here to the starting lineup, 98.9 via game, ESPN Radio. We're only here on 98.9, we're just a little bit longer. Then coming up here after we're done, it's the Sports Spectacular, powered by the IlliniKaiza.com. So they'll be talking about Illinois football. It's not tomorrow, it's tonight. So we got coverage for you right here on 98.9 via game. 7 o'clock will be the kickoff, so 6 o'clock will begin the pregame show coverage. And tonight is Illinois versus Nebraska and boy, oh boy, as the Illini are trying to bounce back after that soul cross. If you joined us on Tuesday, it almost broke your boy. And I said that I was broken with this fandom that I got here of the Illini. But hopefully Illinois can turn things around and get things in the ship righted here against Nebraska. It tells you how far the Cornhuskers have fallen as a program as uh, they got whooped last week against Michigan, but that's no surprise. I mean, Michigan's number two in the whole entire country. Uh, But Nebraska coming in here to Memorial Stadium tonight, minus three and a half. So Illinois, three and a half point favorites are the Illini, and they need a a bounce-back performance if they ever needed one uh, tonight after just that bad, pitiful game against uh, Purdue. It was close in the first half, but... Not really anything at all, and uh, it's crazy that uh, Isaiah Williams has been uh, one of the best uh, players on offense, but he hasn't scored a touchdown yet, so that's not a great thing for uh, the Illini, and they'll have to be uh, better on offense. They're 12th in scoring in the Big Ten. They're 14th in points per game, and on the defensive side, of things is all, and uh, they also are last in the Big Ten in penalty yards per game, 72 penalty yards as well, So, and 17 first downs given up to the opponent via penalty, and it seems like that's what we talk about every single week here on the program, and that is penalties, 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 and it just shows up every single week, and so we'll see uh, what happens tonight with Illinois and uh, Nebraska, and of course, the Bears, they picked up a win uh, last night uh, for Buckus, so hopefully we uh, do the same uh, here tonight. As There was a little bit of a scare earlier this week at Memorial Stadium. There was a uh, fire, but everything was good to go. Fire department and some inspectors came in and inspected the damage, and there's no damage to any spectator areas, so this one's good to go uh, for you. Uh, tonight at 7 o'clock here. Mm-hmm. Friday Night Lights for college football uh, tonight with Illinois and Nebraska. Coverage starts at 6 o'clock. Mm-hmm. Here on 98.9 the game. And uh, Juice will be back. Juice Williams, oh. honorary captain tonight for tonight's game. Maybe he can give him some good luck. Good luck. Get some good uh, speech. and yep. Rallying cry. Uh, do it for Butkus. That's what yep. we're going to do. Uh, tonight against Nebraska. I mean, you can. I. I hope so, Travis. I want to be so wrong, but this team has given me nothing that says that I should believe or root for them. I know. I know. I gotta gotta get it back. Gotta mm-hmm. get it back on track. I I have confidence just because uh, Nebraska isn't that good. So. No. We'll see you tonight. We will. We will. And uh, Sports Spectacular will have more coverage uh, coming up here, powered by the Illini guys.com. Yes. yes. And so I have more to say about that game 
Uh, but the rest of the college football slate uh, this weekend uh, mentioned it. We got a good one on the finally there somewhere other than Boulder, Colorado. Uh, Fox noon kickoff is in uh, Columbus as it's number four Ohio State. They're four and zero, and the Terps Terrapins they come in at five and zero. They're at 11 a.m. tomorrow. So look at that. We can just sit back and we can enjoy college football tomorrow, mm -hmm. get out of the way, and also enjoy Cumberland Pirate football, of course, yeah. as well. But uh, I was going to say, and don't forget, Minnesota and Michigan will have it on 99. That's the game, right. Uh, tomorrow night, 6 o'clock uh, yeah. start, I believe, for that. You can also watch it on Peacock as well. Ah, uh, well, skip the Peacock. Yeah. I mean, you, you already have it now that Illinois was on last week. I, th I think the Maryland game is going to be on NBC yeah. and Peacock. but uh, And as we saw in the basketball schedule as well, yep. several games yep. for them are going to be on that network. So you might as well have already gotten it. And before before we, we wrap things up, want to remind you, uh, NFL game Sunday, Ravens, Steelers, 98.9 the game as well. 11 a.m. start time. Mm, yes, yes. So Got your sports all covered, and then Monday we'll have baseball playoffs. All covered, and baseball playoffs, of course, start this weekend. Coming up in the uh, pod, uh, we'll take a look at the uh, divisional matchups there. Uh, other big college football matchups this weekend. You got the Red River rivalry there at the Cotton Bowl, and that's where college game day is. It's number 12, Oklahoma, number 3 at Texas. Both these two teams 5-0. and on the season, so that should be a good one. Uh, Missouri. I was going to say the rest of the Big 12 is hoping that the ground collapses and that, you know. <laughs> sure. Yeah, exactly. Uh, not not big fans of that one matchup other than the Longhorns and the Sooners there. Uh, Mizzou, uh, they are hosting LSU, and Mizzou trying to keep it going. They're undefeated, 5-0. and Alabama, they're at Texas A&M, number 20, Kentucky. is at number one, at Georgia, number two, at Michigan is up against Minnesota, like we mentioned, the coverage over on 98.9, or over here on 98.9. Uh, number 10, Notre Dame, is at number 25, Louisville. And uh, we also got, uh, it looks like that's it for the important games, at least on networks. So uh, that'll do it for us here on the uh, show. Coming up next here on 98.9 is the uh, Sports Spectacular, powered by IlliniGuys.com. So enjoy that and have a, a great weekend, everybody. And we'll talk to you and recap it all on Monday. Thanks for listening to the starting lineup on 98.9 The Game. <laughs> Welcome back in and welcome in to overtime of the uh, starting lineup. Travis Sparks, Eric Fry here with you. And uh, coming up here in the uh, podcast, I got some uh, other things to uh, talk about. We got some uh, pick'em to uh, take care of. Got a bone to pick with Eric about pick'em. And so we will get to that here shortly as well as the NASCAR pick'em as well so um, take a quick peek at the uh, NFL uh, slate of action and of course hit up on uh, some baseball 
uh, postseason as well as the DS's uh, start. So well, let's go ahead and uh, let's just uh, start there with the uh, uh, MLB uh, postseason continuing uh, this weekend. Uh, the uh, division series gets underway uh, tomorrow. Uh, game ones for it as uh, at noon on FS1. The uh, Rangers will take on uh, the Orioles. And Baltimore is a favorite here in uh, this series. And uh, first time in a long time, I want to say since 2014, since Baltimore has hosted a, a playoff game. And the last time that they hosted a playoff game, they were pretty uh, rowdy. And saw some uh, clips from their previous series. I think that was against the Tigers, uh, if I can remember correctly. So uh, we'll see if Baltimore can keep it going. Number one overall seed in the uh, American League. And who knows with the Rangers, uh, they have been uh, the uh, streakiest team in all of baseball. Of course, well documented on this show this past week of where they were in the West and where they ended up, and now they swept the race. So who knows what the Rangers will uh, bring to the table uh, tonight. Here on ESPN, still don't have listed uh, any starters for uh, either of these two teams. So... Uh, but hey, you know, I'm giving a slight edge to Baltimore, but I'm not counting out the Rangers after what they did to the other team in the American League East. But uh, Baltimore would love if they got it done and uh, could go as far as they possibly can. It's been a long time since uh, Baltimore was any good at baseball, so uh, it would be nice to see them advance as far as they possibly could. So uh, we'll see what happens in a game one, but I'm leaning Baltimore. Uh, here, maybe not to win game one, but uh, to win the uh, series. Uh, we have the uh, Twins, of course. The uh, story in uh, this one is the return of Carlos Correa to Houston and matching up there in the uh, postseason as it'll be Justin Verlander going for the uh, Strohs and uh, the uh, Twins. Still doesn't have a starter listed here on ESPN. And a 345 start on FS1. Uh, there this evening so um, you know Houston they've really uh, come along and they have the experience of course in uh, this one the twins are kind of uh, no one really gave them a shot I don't think against the uh, Blue Jays even though they were the home team but uh, the AL Central we know how that uh, division was so um, I would be uh, I would actually be surprised if the twins won the series I give the slight edge to the Astros due to the experience factor. Uh, but, of course, uh, they've also been a long time since they won a playoff series and they've won playoff games. So it would be nice to get some uh, new blood uh, in here. And uh, the Astros are actually favorites to uh, take the series. They're minus 150 to win the whole thing. Um, and so it'll be uh, Justin Verlander. Uh, there in the game for the Astros. And, uh, yeah, it doesn't have anyone listed uh, there for the uh, Twins on uh, Sportsbook that I'm looking at here. Uh, Bradish scheduled to go for a Baltimore in a game one, but uh, Texas still to be determined uh, as of that. But uh, So both American League series get underway, and I'm cheering for Baltimore, and I'm cheering for Minnesota. I, I'm really this entire postseason just cheering for anyone but the Astros in the American League. I really could care less who advances on um, besides besides Houston there, at least on the American League side. And then uh, on the National League side, we got the uh, Phillies and the uh, Braves. Still have yet to name a starter for either team. 5 o'clock on a TBS will be uh, the game one start. 
And, of course, Atlanta Braves, the best team in all of baseball. They're way favorites to win this one, minus 205. But, of course, the Phillies got him last year, and Spencer Strider gets exactly what he asked for. He may not pitch in uh, Philadelphia, but he's definitely going to get uh, and the Braves are definitely going to hear it from that uh, raucous Philadelphia crowd. And, hey, what have we been saying? I mean, I don't like Philly, but at least they come out and they show out. And they're passionate for their sports teams, that's for sure. Uh, but I like to see the Braves finish it off here. That's not just my f- uh, Philadelphia bias uh, coming through. They've been the best team all season long, really. Uh, I know we crowned the Rays in the first month, but ever since then it's been uh, the Braves. They got the MVP or soon-to-be-named MVP, Ronald Acuna Jr., and uh, one of the best pitchers in the game, Spencer Strider. And Atlanta has just been uh, good from top to bottom this season, and i just like to see them uh, finish them off, get some revenge of last year's uh, postseason series when Philadelphia uh, won that. So, uh, we'll see what happens there on a Saturday in a game one. And just what everyone penciled in here, a NL West matchup in the division series. Of course, it's the Diamondbacks going up against the uh, Dodgers. And, of course, the Dodgers are heavy favorites in this one as well. Minus 230 to take the series. And Clay Kershaw scheduled to uh, go for the uh, Dodgers. And even though it doesn't have it listed on ESPN, but I would anticipate Muriel Kelly going to four of the Diamondbacks since they just threw Galleon out in uh, game one or game two of the Brewers series. And so, um, you know, uh, again, Dodgers, they've been uh, tried and true. They always seem to uh, be here the last several years. So, of course, he'd give the slight edge to them as well. What an epic NLCS that would hopefully be between Atlanta and L.A. But, of course, Philadelphia and Arizona will have something to say about that. And why not? Why not the Diamondbacks? Um, I'm also kind of small cheering for them as well uh, because just – I mean, the Dodgers are just, they just dominate in the West. I'd like to see some uh, new blood in the uh, NLCS there. Um, but it's going to be going to be a tall task. Uh, I believe in Kelly and Galleon, but I don't know much about the rest of the Diamondbacks pitching staff. And uh, the Dodgers, I mean, once again, just roll it up 100 games. Uh, one, they have... Uh, one of the best hitting first baseman, if not the best hitting first baseman, Freddie Freeman, uh, has been super good this year again. Mookie Betts uh, as well. Strong lineup for the Dodgers, but uh, Diamondbacks trying to pull off the ultimate upset there. I don't think a lot of people were giving them a chance in the wildcard series. They certainly aren't giving them a chance uh, here in the uh, division series against the um, the Dodgers. Uh, there, so uh, we'll see what happens in uh, game ones on uh, Saturday, and then they'll also have some uh, game twos. The American League will be on Sunday, three o'clock on FS1, and game number two between Baltimore and uh, Texas, and Minnesota and Houston will match up at 7:03. Important for that three minutes past the hour, 7:03 on FS1 uh, there on Sunday, and then we'll have coverage for you on 98.9, the game uh, for Monday's uh, National League series there. We got all sorts of action on 98.9, the game this uh, week. And so uh, take your pick on stuff that we have coverage for you. 
uh, over on our family of networks. And uh, uh, we have some NFL action on Sunday as well. Uh, like Eric mentioned, Baltimore and uh, Pittsburgh will be uh, matching up, and you can hear that over there. That's a noon start, and we'll also be picking that game uh, here in a little bit as well. Uh, over in London again, the Jaguars, they stayed over there, and uh, they're going to play at the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium in uh, London there in Wibbley last weekend, but they got the Bills this week on NFL Network bright and early. Get it once again, no Disney cast this time around, but 8.30 a.m. will be the uh, start time, so make sure you set your fantasy lineups accordingly uh, there so you don't mess it all up. Uh, there for the rest of the day. Uh, other action elsewhere in uh, the NFL this weekend. Uh, the Texans, they visit the uh, Falcons. Falcons favored by one and a half here. Uh, the Panthers are in Detroit and 10-point heavy favorites for Detroit in this one in the noon window. You also got the Titans and the Colts. They're also in that noon window. Titans minus two and a half uh, here in this one. Uh, the Giants and the Dolphins. No one giving the Giants a chance here after just another miserable performance by the G-Men. 12-point favorites are Miami this weekend. Also in that noon window, the uh, uh, Saints and Patriots. That's just an even pick em game. No line there. The 305 window sees Philadelphia in L.A. to take on my Rams and Eagles favored by four. In this one, uh, Eagles trying to keep it going. 4-0 and currently, but they just squeaked by the Commanders. And the Commanders showed who they were last night by losing to the Bears. Um, so go figure there. Make it a game of it and probably deserve to win against Philadelphia and then you lose to the Bears. Go figure that in the NFL. Uh, Bengals are trying to right the ship here with uh, Joe Burrow. They're going up against a tough, gritty Cardinals team. That uh, picked up the win over Dallas a couple weeks ago. And 1-3 and three on the season are the cards. And Bengals are also 1-3 and three, trying to get things right there. Uh, Cincinnati still favored uh, by a point. And currently over on the side on ESPN, they have the leaders from both teams from the pass, rush, and receptions category. Uh, Dotson has better numbers. Or Dotson. Dobbs has better numbers for the Cardinals than Joe Burrow does. Uh, that's how bad the start of the season has been for Cincinnati. Uh, but they'll look to get back in the win column uh, there. They need a couple of wins to stack together uh, before their bye week coming up in a couple weeks as they got the Cardinals this week and then uh, they uh, host Seattle. And then they have the bye and then they'll be uh, at San Francisco. So and the Bills after that. So tough schedule on the way. Hopefully Joe Burrow can get healthy there. Uh, the two games at the 325 window on CBS, uh, the Jets and Broncos. And uh, the Broncos are actually favored by two and a half points here after that comeback win against the Bears last weekend. And the Jets, they almost won against KC, uh, but still no love for uh, Zach Wilson, at least in the uh, line department. And uh, we'll see if uh, Taylor Swift makes it to uh, Minnesota. I doubt it. Uh, at least maybe the NFL telling her, hey, probably shouldn't go to this one. Uh, but I don't know. Maybe she's just a busy person. She won't make it. And, you know, I mean, my goodness, you have the, in this one, Travis Kelsey with all the attention that he's getting. And then on the other, other side, you got the common man, Kirk Cousins, who doesn't want any attention 
whatsoever. I'd mentioned to him about going to the baseball game the other day with his family under the radar, sitting with the regular people. So you couldn't get any more different than these two teams right here. Chiefs 3-1 and one on the year. Vikings, they're on the verge of their season going extremely sideways, not where they wanted to be at the start of the year, despite all the turnover that they had from the roster. Kansas City only favored by three and a half points here as the output has just not been there, at least from the scoring department for KC, but they'll look to get things right there. And good luck defending Justin Jefferson as well. One of the only bright spots for the Vikings. And then on Sunday Night Football on NBC, I got the Cowboys and 49ers renewing of that old school rivalry. Uh, 49ers favored by four points here, and ESPN's favorite thing to do this week is showing das- Dak Prescott's interceptions that he threw in the championship game against the 49ers, so that's been great to see about the poll, what's left of my hair out, uh, watching that on first take this morning and uh, this week, but uh, we'll see if uh, Dallas can uh, pull it off here, and uh, good luck defending, defending Christian McCaffrey uh, as well. I know that's a vaulted uh, Dallas D but haven't had very much luck against the 49ers there in Santa Clara, uh, at least the last season in the divisional playoff round. And we'll see what happens in the regular season matchup. And then Monday Night Football uh, this week, you got the uh, Packers and Raiders. So Green Bay out in Vegas. And currently right now, uh, the Raiders favored by a point here. So basically a pick em game. Uh, right now there for the Monday night matchup in week uh, what was this week five we're already starting our bye weeks as uh, of course you probably already know for fantasy purposes with the uh, these players uh, that are on these teams the Browns have a bye the Chargers Seahawks and Bucks all have buys this week so uh, we'll see what happens in a another uh, good slate of NFL football and, of course, if you watched the uh, broadcast last night, uh, they're previewing the next week's matchup. The Broncos at the Chiefs begin Thursday Night Football uh, next week there. Ooh, Packers and Steelers on buys next week. And, oh, my. We get to see the Giants in primetime again next week. Ugh. Against the uh, Bills. See how that works out for them. Brian Daywall's return to Buffalo there. All right, so uh, that will do it for the NFL. All right, let's move on here, and uh, let's get to uh, some of this date in uh, sports history. So take it away. What do we got? All right, we actually have quite a few uh, things on this day. And oh, yeah, on the weekend, the too. Weekend, yeah. Yes, yes, some important things. Travis, on this day, mm-hmm. back in 1945, Way back. The Billy Goat bar owner, Billy Sanus, buys a seat for his goat for World Series Game 4 between the Cubs and Tigers at Wrigley Field. But as escort out of the stadium, he proceeds to place a curse on the Cubs, which lasts until 2016. We just talked about that not too long ago with uh, Wally the Alligator. Yep, that's right. So it was on this day back in 1945. You know what else happened to the city of Chicago on this day in 1993? What's that? Michael Jordan announced his retirement from the NBA at a news conference in Deerfield, Illinois. Jordan's retirement came less than four months after he helped lead the Bulls to their third straight NBA championship with a six-game victory over the Suns in the 93 NBA Finals. He goes on to play minor league baseball during the 94 season in the White Sox before returning to the Bulls. You know, I think I did know that. I think I heard that before. You heard that before? Yeah. Yeah. On this day in 2007, uh, Tavita 
Pritchard hits Mark Bradford for a 10-yard touchdown with 49 seconds left as 41-point underdog Stanford upsets then number two USC 24-23 at the Los Angeles Memorial Coliseum. Mm-hmm. On this day in 2010, Roy Holiday mm-hmm. threw a no-hitter against the Reds in Game 1. The NLDS remains just one of just two postseason no-hitters, along with Don Larson's perfect game in the 56 World Series. Sure. Yeah. yeah, that was a great pitching performance by Doc. And finally, on this day in 2018, Khabib defeated Conor McGregor by tap-out in the fourth round of their UFC lightweight bout, and a brawl ensued after the fight. Yep. yep. Old Conor McGregor. That's a name that I haven't heard right. of Right. What happened to him? Am I right? Well, you know. Yeah. yeah, yeah he I got know. involved with oh, some I know. stuff. I know. <laughs> All right. Moving on to October 7th. October 7th, 1995. Edgar Martinez hits a go-ahead grand slam in the eighth inning as the Mariners feed the Yankees in game four of the ALDS. To tie the series at two games apiece. Oh, Another Edgar. name. Edgar Martinez. Love it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, on October 7th, 2000, Benny Agabuya, Agambini, walk-off home run gives the Mets a 13-inning win over the Giants in Game 3 of the NLDS. Don't know who that is. Couldn't pick him out of a lineup, but you may use him in an immaculate grid because he played for the Mets. There you there go. You go. You out. If you need some help there. <laughs> October 7th, 2012, Travis, Andrew Luck, and the Colts, he raced a 21-3 deficit in the second half to beat the Packers 30-27 to in what was the beginning of the Chuck Strong movement. Chuck Strong. Chuck Strong. And finally, October 8th, 1956, Don Larson Pitches the only perfect game in World Series history versus Brooklyn. Larson's triumph comes just two seasons after he lost 21 games in the Orioles' inaugural season. Pretty good turnaround. Pretty good, yeah, Yeah. I'd say. October 8th, 1995, Edgar Martinez hits the double in the 11th inning, which scores the tying and winning runs as the Mariners feed the Yankees in Game 5 of the ALDS to win their first postseason series in franchise history. And finally, in 2004, David Ortiz hit a series-clinching walk-off homer as the Red Sox defeated the Angels in the ALDS. Mm-hmm. And that is the day in sports history. That's your date, and uh, loaded, loaded this day in mm-hmm. sports history there, of course, with yep. the uh, weekend. Lots of stuff to remember there. All right, uh, so uh, let's uh, go ahead and uh, move on, and uh, let's get to some pick'em. Pick'em for high school football week seven. It already started a day early. We did, yes. Let's recap that. Travis picked the the commanders. I picked the bears. But I told you I had something for this. I want this under protest. Okay. Because we picked this at like whatever time it was for the show. Uh-huh. And then a couple hours before the game, Dick Buckus dies. Right. And after that, I knew the Bears were going to win. So if I would have known that, I would have picked the Bears. Travis, I, I know. You're the second person <laughs> who's told me that whenever I said I picked the Bears to win. Because immediately after that happened, I went and put entertainment on the Bears. But, Travis, here's the thing. Uh-huh. It, it, did that maybe help? Maybe. Oh, but 100%. I, I still feel this team rallied around their coach. It did a little bit. I think that. As we talked about I earlier, think that's right. They yeah. rallied they did a little bit. coach. So, yeah, they um, heard all the outside noise they for did. sure. They did. So, and I think so, that had a little bit to do with it as well. So I got the win. Travis took all the, right. the L. And I know it's under protest, but still an L. <laughs> so let's start with today. Sure. Effingham. Yep. Matt Muhammad, Travis, who you got? 
Ah, man. You know, I think it's going to be a little windy tonight. So I think that they may not put it put it in the air as much, even though they are. Coach Hefner talk about the screen game mm -hmm. that they had. <sighs> I'm still going to play the game here, and I'm going to pick Muhammad. They're just coming in with a lot of momentum. I know FEM put up all those points last week, but I got Muhammad here. And Reverse psychology. From exactly. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. And uh, I'm going to go Muhammad 35 to 21. 35 21. All right. I am also going Muhammad, and I will play the game and go one nothing. Okay. Muhammad. Let's move to Saturday now, as Cumberland will be at Tri-County on Saturday. Travis, who you got? Uh, I got Cumberland here, mm -hmm. but it's just by how much. Mm -hmm. I got Cumberland 48. To 14. 48 14. Alright, I will go Cumberland as well. My only question is is Cumberland gonna beat themselves and and prevent their own momentum on the offensive side? Um, so I'm gonna go one nothing again. One nothing. Mm -hmm. Playing the game. Playing the game. Alright. Let's uh, get our next two high school games. Travis, You, since you're ahead, you get to pick first. Yeah, I think this is uh, an easy choice. I'm going to make it a little bit more difficult on you, but this is the, the game we were looking out for in the little line eye. Casey versus Mount Carmel. Let's do it. Yeah, yeah, that was the one I was going <laughs> uh, So, mm, as much as I would love to take Casey here. This could be a little reverse psychology as well. I'm going to go Mount Carmel. But I'm going to go Mount Carmel in a low scoring one. See if that defense is for real tonight. I'm going to go Mount Carmel 21 to 20. 21-20 Mount Carmel. Travis, mm -hmm. I have been on this show multiple times saying Casey's defense better than Mount Carmel's offense. So I have to pick Casey. Yeah. And so I will pick Casey and give me Casey 21 to 14. 21 14. All right. Now I'm very to interested to see that tonight. Yes. Yes. Um, and Travis, I am actually uh, there. There was two games besides the Casey Mount Carmel game. I thought about one in the Apollo conference, Charleston and Mount Zion, um, which I yep. think could be a good one. I agree. Uh, um, you know what? I'll, let's go there. Let's let's go let's go Charleston at Mount Zion. The other one I was going to go with South Central and uh, Greenville. Sure. Trying to stay yeah. stay perfect against Carlinville, kind of their last last hiccup. But instead, we'll go Charleston Mount Zion. It's Charleston for real. Um, give me Mount Zion. Mm-hmm. 30 to 24. 30 to 24. All right. So, uh, let's see. I they go with my head or my heart here. I'm going to go Mount Zion. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to go Mount Zion 31 to 23. 31 to 23. All right. 
Now we move on to tonight. Mm-hmm. College football. Nebraska at Illinois, Travis. Yep. Illinois minus three and a half at last check. Who you got? Uh, I got Illinois. Minus three and a half. Illinois this one's for number 50. This one was for Butkus. I'm going to go... I'm going to go Nebraska. Hmm. I just don't have confidence in this Illinois team. They've shattered every confidence I have. I know. Plus, we already used up the butt, com- butt kiss magic with the Bears last night. Nah, we got one more in us. All right. Saturday, Travis. Michigan at Minnesota. Since we are broadcasting this game on 99 The Game, we get to pick it. What's Michigan the... minus 19. <laughs> I was like, what's the line for this one? Michigan minus 19, Travis. Mm, as much as it hates, it Isn't pains it me to do it. the return of Harbaugh? Uh, or did he return last week? Uh, I want to say he returned last week. Okay. I'm not sure. I think it was only three weeks, so. Yeah. They reduced it. Yep. Uh, I'm going to go Michigan here. I have no faith in the Gophers. Neither do I, Travis, but you know me. I love an underdog. 19's a big number in Minnesota. I will take I will take the Gophers. All right. Plus 19, okay. Sunday, Travis. Titans at Colts. Colts minus two. Who you got? Colts minus two. Colts minus two at last. Look, locked it in at Colts minus two. I'm going to go Indy minus two. Yeah, I think the return of Jonathan Taylor will be an impact for this Colts team, so I'll go Colts as well. And then finally, over on 99 The Game, you can hear Ravens at Pittsburgh. Ravens minus four, Travis. Who you got? Mm. I got Baltimore. Yep, I agree with you on Baltimore uh, due to the fact I believe Kenny Pickett's still a little banged up, so um, I, I will go with the Ravens. If Mitch Trubisky's starting for the Steelers, that's not a good thing. <laughs> no. No. I went all favorites there. Yeah, you did. You did. Yeah. See how it turns out for you. We'll see how well it goes. Yep. <laughs> uh, we'll be back on Monday to, to recap, uh, recap it yep. all. See how well we did. All righty. There. <laughs> I think we got one more pick em to do, right? Oh, yeah, we got uh get to uh, NASCAR here. Yep. NASCAR, at the NASCAR before we get out of here. Cutoff race. Mm-hmm. Travis, you get to pick first since you're on a huge winning streak. You haven't lost since the playoffs started. Nope. I haven't gotten within 20th since the playoffs <laughs> started, I think. So. Uh, yeah, last week I really I really rolled the dice. I got lucky. You got uh, very I'll, lucky. I'll admit it. You got very lucky. <laughs> Austin was not a guy I had on my radar to pick. No. And you picked him and finished fifth. Yep, I sure did. <laughs> so who who are you rolling the dice with this week? You're feeling feeling so good, Travis. Who right. you got? I am. Uh, who are you gonna gonna throw out there who's gonna somehow get a top five finish? I'm I'm back and forth on a couple of drivers here, uh, but I think I am gonna go with. I hate to do this, but I've been doing all all show for the pick'em, I guess. So I'll do it here. I'll take Chase Elliott. Yeah, that's who I was gonna pick. So that means I gotta pick somebody different. 
Um, 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 I'll go. I'll go Chris Busher. Chris Busher. He was on my radar. I'll go Chris Busher. He needs to have a good race to keep his playoff hopes alive. So I, I, I think he. Uh, I think he has a good one. Yeah, I was also looking at Kyle Busch here too, but yeah, Kyle Busch has just been inconsistent in the playoffs. Right. So I don't, I don't, you know. Yeah. If you want a long odds? I don't know what the odds are. AJ Allmendinger always does well at road courses. Michael McDowell always plus does a well thousand. at road courses. McDowell's plus nine hundred. Blaney, Ryan Blaney's won at the Roval before. Mm, Ryan Blaney's plus two thousand. I don't know why I'm naming all these people I didn't pick. But alrighty. <laughs> alrighty. There it is. Hey, that will do it for the starting lineup today as well. Have a great weekend, everybody, and we'll be back to recap everything that happened in those football games, high school football. We'll also be recapping boys and girls state golf action there this weekend as well. Stick tuned to the website for the scores to those local folks participating there. And we'll be back on Monday to recap the whole weekend and the top three moments from the sports weekend as well. Well, we'll be on it. Find out on Monday. Until then, thanks for listening. Thanks for downloading. We're out. Peace.